G'day and welcome to Kel's Gone Bush, the podcast where I'm bringing you the craziest stories, characters and places from down under. Although today's story is probably more something you would see out of a Hollywood movie. It's the Aussie version of Catch Me If You Can and it is based in Bali but it is Aussie as fuck. So let's get into the show. In June 2017, an Aussie bloke by the name of Sean Davidson and three other escapees tunneled their way out of the Karobakan jail in Bali using forks, buckets and cups. The tunnel was thought to have already been there for at least 10 years as a way for drugs to be smuggled into the notorious prison which was also home to Chappelle Corby and the Bali Nine. The Indonesian police at the time assured the world they would catch these escapees soon enough and they were sort of right. Four days later, two of the fugitives, and this is where it's going to get hectic for me to try and pronounce these names, sorry, uh, a Bulgarian ATM scammer called Dimitar Nikolin Leave and an Indian drug smuggler called Said Mohammed Said were discovered hiding out in a luxury hotel more than 2,000 kilometres away in the island state of East Timor and taken back to prison. No one knows where the third escapee accompanying Sean is. There's been no reports of him to this day apart from when he escaped. However, Sean has been keeping everyone updated via Facebook, making the police look like fucking amateurs and sparking a cult following for Sean, which I'll read out some of the better posts I've seen on there in a minute, but let's just say he's very popular with the ladies. In fact, he's even had offers of people, well, women offering to accommodate him in his escape. So he's somewhat of a celebrity, which is just a little bit off track. I can't believe I'd never heard of this when it happened. Like literally was just going through the news, looking for something cool to put on the podcast. And this popped up when I typed in dumbest criminals, which is kind of silly because he's definitely not stupid. I mean, he hasn't been found to this day. And I'm just like, where the fuck was I in 2017 under a fucking rock? Like Jesus Christ, Kelly. But anyway, (laughs) I am well aware of this now. So let's go back to where this all started. The day Sean was due in court on drug charges in Western Australia in the capital of Perth. Deciding he didn't feel like being locked up that day, Sean jumped on a plane to Bali instead and by most news accounts had a fat fucking time over there until the day he got caught using another bloke's passport to check into a hotel. He tried to talk his way out of it by saying the passport photo looked different because it was taken when he was a bit chubby, but the Bali police were having none of it and he got locked up for a year. Now, I've never been to prison anywhere, but from what I've heard is how your time goes in that Balinese prison is directly relevant to how much money you have. And Sean's parents were very, very wealthy. So he didn't suffer as much as he could have while he was in there. After his sentencing, Davidson told the Australian Associated Press how he spent his first weeks in custody crammed in a small cell with 20 other people. He was quoted as saying it was built for 300 people and there is like 1,200 in there. It's pretty hard for some of the locals in there. If they don't have any money, they don't eat. They don't give you any food. They don't give you a bed. They don't give you anything. 
Although his sentence was only for one year, he opted to spend an extra five months in prison rather than pay the 10 million rupiah fine. And I think that has something to do with not wanting to go back to an Australian jail, but I will go into that in a second. He said, I guess I'm just lucky enough to have support from the outside. He also knew a fair few people in Bali that could probably help him out with anything he needed. So yeah, it's safe to say that he wasn't doing it as bad as some of the people in that jail. A lot of people who have done time in there have said there are more drugs available inside than out and unlike Aussie prisons, smoking ciggies is still allowed. So I'm guessing that Sean wanted to extend his sentence as much as possible to stop from being taken back to Australia and explains why the thought of being caught escaping prison in Bali was more appealing than the thought of being sent back to face almost certain prison time in Perth. In fact, he definitely would have been facing prison time. He fled the country. He's going to get fucking locked up. So that's how he came to find himself digging his way out of prison with three other blokes and his cup and his fork. The tunnel was right underneath the guard tower, but luckily for the four of them, no guards were up there that night, apparently due to staff shortages. Like, seriously, who the fuck is running these prisons? Anyway, they were successful, and the next morning, the police had to explain to the media why the fuck this has happened and what they were doing about it. Meanwhile, there were reports they had drowned in the tunnel, which were proven wrong pretty quickly when they made some poor prisoner reenact the escape for them on camera and no traces of any bodies were found in the process. Four days later, as I mentioned, two of the escapees were found and thrown back in prison, but apart from Facebook, there was no sign of Sean or the other man. The other man, again, excuse my pronunciation, T. Cock King, was serving seven and a half years for drug offences, hadn't been heard of since. But Sean has been keeping fans updated on his Facebook page and the Facebook fan page, which is believed to have been ran by his sister. I actually did reach out to them and to have a chat and come on the podcast, but they left me on red. So if they do happen to listen to this, guys, I'd still love to chat. Get in touch. So if you go onto Facebook and type his name into the search bar, it will come up with his personal profile, which says he's in Bali still and that he likes sex, which is good to know. He's also posted a shitload of articles about himself uh, that he is celebrating in Cuba. And to go on and like his fans of Sean Davidson Australia Escapee page, Now, this page, as I said before, I think it's ran by his sister or perhaps a mate of his. A lot of the same. Um, There's a few photos of Sean lifting up his shirt, flexing his muscles. There's a fair few articles about him. There's a photo of him in a t-shirt that says sexy cunt, um, which apparently that's the opinion of many women. One of the articles posted is Bali escapee, popular with the ladies and likely mastermind, <laughs> former inmate claims, which I will click on to and we'll have a little look at this one. According to this article written in June 2017 by Yahoo News, I'm guessing, an Australian prisoner at large after tunneling out of a Bali prison was popular with the ladies who visited him often behind bars, a former inmate claims. 
Escapee Sean Davidson was well regarded by inmates and seen as one of the toughest blokes behind bars at the Corrobacan prison. Sorry about my pronunciation. Seriously, I need to get somebody to do this for me. (laughs) A former inmate spoke to news.com.au anonymously and at length about the charismatic Perth man who, along with three other international prisoners, tunneled 15 metres through the ground and fled the notorious overcrowded Indonesian lockup. As well as providing an insightful behind-the-bars view of the popular hard man, the former convict also gave some theories about how he and his fellow fugitives, two of which have been caught, made their break. He said he was one of the toughest guys in the jail. He was treated with a lot of respect. He's funny, he's upfront, and he calls it as he sees it, and he has a lot of respect for others. The 36-year-old also had no shortage of female callers and was able to call on a large network outside the prison walls to bring him goods, the former claimed. A lot of people came to see him, a lot of Indonesian girls. He was pretty popular with the ladies, the anonymous former inmate claimed. God, how many times did they write that? Jesus fucking Christ. I should get a job with news.com apparently. (laughs) It's not that hard. The former inmate told newspaper... What the fuck? Okay, I'm just reading this. I haven't read this before, but I don't know who the fuck edits this shit. Like I just said, oh my God, anyone could write for news.com. Okay, so the newspaper suggested Davidson and Malaysian fugitive T. Cock King, who is still at large, were the ones who had the balls to orchestrate and pull off the escape. They knew how to talk with the guards. They were colorful characters, funny but tough, especially Sean. Davidson and King were both serving time for drug offences. Actually, that's bullshit because Davidson was on drug charges in Australia and fled Australia and was serving time for forging a passport. So again, like, I just, look, I know these new sites are just, a lot of the time it you know you go on Facebook and it's like how to lose weight in three days and you're like how the fuck is this news but I'm just like what am I doing with my life I could just sit here and write utter fucking dribble and they'll pay me and they'll print it like what the fuck is this shit so no they weren't both serving time for drug offenses news.com yahoo news whoever the fuck wrote this with the Australian posting apparent Facebook check-ins from Amsterdam Given that Davidson is still on the run and likely in another country, there are theories the plot was aided by an international drug smuggling syndicate. But the former con told News Corp Davidson lacked that kind of connection, suggesting he probably had help from someone on the outside in Bali or through one of his fellow escapees' networks. And that's the end of the article. Well fucking done, guys. Nothing I couldn't have told you myself so yeah that was one of the articles posted on there we also have somebody doing an exclusive my life in bali's korobokan jail with sean davidson and that's by news.com.au too so i'm not gonna waste any of our time reading that out um but yeah it's just basically articles about himself and how you know, he's still not been found. And it's just a little bit hilarious, to be honest. But um, yeah, really, if you want to go on and have a look, the page is called Fans of Sean Ragone Davidson. 
dash Australian escapee. I'm so sorry, guys, if I mispronounce that one as well. But what I'll do is I'll link the page to the show notes so that you can just click on it and go and have a look. There's also a group you can join and they are still posting, although I went on the group and it's just a lot of um, links to some guy that writes rap songs. So I think he might have been on the hip hop scene in Australia from what it looks like. But before that, there was like women offering for, you know, him to come and stay at their house and all of that sort of stuff. Anyway, there has been much speculation on what has actually happened to Sean, that he was associated with bikies over in Bali and they may have helped him to hide, which could be possible because apparently from all the news reports I've seen, A lot of bikies own gyms or boxing gyms or, you know, whatever in Bali. And he was frequenting them quite a lot before he got locked up for his passport fraud charge. So that could be possible. I don't know. There's a lot of, lot more shit like, holy shit, they think Sean's bad. All he did was forge a passport. These guys were murdering people. (laughs) I'm not saying the bikies were doing, but bikies turned up dead and yeah, just a whole heap of shit. I'm not going to touch in this particular episode. Um, I don't know if I'd ever touch that sort of stuff at all. I discussed that with my partner once when we saw a few things happen on the news. I'm like, oh, maybe I should do that to, for my podcast. And he's like, yeah, I don't know, Kelly. I just don't know if that would be wise, you know, getting involved in all that gang shit. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. But news.com fucking do a shit job of it. And they're all still alive. So anyway, let me know what you think about that. If you think it's it's okay for me to do it because uh, I do have a family, um, then I might do a few things. There's a few things that I've wanted to cover that I just, yeah, I've just decided not to. But anywho, so that is possible. Then there's the international drug smuggling ring. And I'm like, how the fuck would that even be a thing? I really don't think he was caught up in that. According to the BBC website that seems to be written a lot better than anything I found from Australia, Daniel Lekowitz, director of Calamity, a Sydney-based electronic security firm that consults with anti-terrorism and police agencies, says finding Davidson may prove not to be an easy task. I am not aware of any fugitive handbook that recommends actively tormenting police, but it's entirely possible the stuff on Facebook is disinformation being carried out by his friends or anonymous online fans. In any case, even if Indonesian police obtained his IP address from a host like Facebook in San Francisco or a local internet service provider, The GPS coordinates may not be too accurate as you can see a lot of different anonymizers to obscure your whereabouts from all but the most sophisticated state-level intelligence agencies. Why aren't they using them then? I don't know. Anyway, he goes on to say he believes authorities in Indonesia and abroad will have to rely on traditional police work instead. Why don't they just get these top sophisticated state-level intelligence people to do it. I just, fuck's sake, no wonder he hasn't been caught. What's wrong with people? But that takes huge resources and not all law enforcement agencies have those. And even with those resources, they will not necessarily allocate a great deal of them at a relatively low-profile target like this, he said. But Clark Jones, an expert on corrections and organised crime at the Australian National University's College of Asia and the Pacific, says it's only a matter of time until they found their man. Now, keep in mind, this was in 2017. This was written 
it's 2021 and Sean's still not been caught. So yeah, um, it is quite plausible that he's still in Pattaya because there is a large drug trade going on there and he has those connections, Mr. Jones says. But wherever he is, the Indonesian police will find him, especially with his thrill-seeking behaviour taunting police on social media. The whole thing is really embarrassing for them. It's made them lose face, so they will really want to get him. Plenty of other fugitives have done things like this in the past, playing the cat and mouse game, and it nearly always ends the same way, with the fugitive back behind bars. Well... (laughs) No, at this point, he's probably on the other side of the world, drinking cocktails and laughing his fucking ass off. And so he should. This is ridiculous. He has a Facebook account. He's got a Facebook group. He's posting. He even asked the police for like three, uh, not the police, sorry, the press for like $3 million for an interview. He's gone on about writing a book and all of this other stuff which I want him to. I think that would be hilarious. I want him to write a book and then just get a publishing deal and still be on the run. That would just, you know, I don't understand how this isn't being made into like a movie yet or anything, but I mean, it doesn't look good for the Indonesian police who are supposedly like the scariest police ever. You know, you go over there with a whiff of something in your bag that might not be legal and you'll get locked up for fucking ever. But yeah, you can escape from jail and they're just like, oh, we don't really have the resources. You know, we're just going to use the police resources because we can't do this special intelligence. It's like they're not even trying. And you know what? All he did was forge a passport. Yeah, he was on a bit of drug charges in Australia, but he probably would have only got a few months here and been fine. It was just he took a chance that he was going to run away from those. That worked. Then he ended up in jail over there for something completely unrelated. And then he got out of that and he still is just somewhere four years later doing whatever the fuck he likes. So that just goes to show that if you have the brains, you can get away with certain things. But I do think a lot of luck was involved in this. I mean, the Australian police dropped the ball by not getting him back from Bali before he was thrown in jail there. And then the Indonesian police, well, what what were they doing? Clearly not really looking for him that hard because, I mean, he could possibly still be in Bali and they just don't give a fuck. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, look, the reason I find this funny and I think good on him is because he didn't go and murder someone. He's not some kind of like pedophile or rapist or, you know, one of those awful crimes I just don't agree with. I'm not you know, I am anti-methamphetamines and that was what he was up on charges from uh, over over here. However, that was 2015 and I don't believe he was like dealing like massive amounts and I think he just went, I just don't feel like going to jail and I'm going to go over here now. So, you know, that's pretty much my thoughts on it is, well, if you can get away with it, good on him. Like clearly no one's really busting their ass to look for him or he would have been found by now. You know, they found that, what's his face? Bin Laden. Although to be honest, after all the shit I've watched on that, <laughs> I'm not going to go right into that, but I don't think they really looked that hard for him either. I mean, there's not a lot of places to hide over there. It's just fucking desert. I don't know, that's very uneducated of me to say. Maybe I'll edit that bit out. Maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, that is all I have for you today. I will link all the articles 
You can have a read. Tell me what you think. Go and check out the Facebook page. It's so hilarious. Like this guy just gives zero fucks. He doesn't care. And um, yeah, hopefully he writes his book. And maybe Netflix should look at maybe doing a series on this guy. Seriously, it's like catch me if you can. As I said at the start of the episode, I do not know why this has not been turned into a movie or some kind of TV series. Um, On another note, I just finished watching The Serpent, which was not the same thing at all. Oh my God, that was hectic. I had nightmares. But uh, yeah, if they can do that, then who knows, maybe we'll be seeing this story play out on our screens. But that is all I have to tell you about Sean. So I will end this episode with letting you guys know what's going on with the podcast. As you probably know, if you follow my episode postings, I have not been posting regularly. Uh, I have, well, I haven't found out. I've found out in January I'm expecting a baby and I just I have pregnancy brain I'm not trying to make excuses I just I just can't think (laughs) and maybe I said to my partner I said I think I'm just a bit too content and maybe that's why I'm not pushing myself to do stuff at the moment who knows but uh, I do have a few other things in the works I am looking at doing a second podcast interviewing people from the adult entertainment industry as I was in that industry myself for well over 10 years and wrote a book on it. Well, not completely on the industry. It was a lot of other things. Um, So yeah, I will be looking at putting that out later in the year. I'm not going to do it week by week. I'm just going to record a whole heap of episodes and drop them after the baby comes and I can't talk anymore. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to the 2am feeds, but I am looking forward to meeting the little person that's coming into our lives. So yeah, I will be still posting episodes and I would love your feedback and input on what you would like to hear from me because that would help my baby brain figure out what to post next. But yeah, so I just may not be as regular. Well, let's face it, I've never been completely regular, but I have tried. <laughs> I may not be weekly ep- posting weekly episodes at the moment. So just uh, bear with me. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's what's going on in my life. And I uh, hopefully will be back soon with an- another episode. But until then, have an awesome week or weeks. And hopefully I will be back soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.